and I welcome help. I also welcome advice if I ask for it. I'm not such a big fan of unsolicited advice, mm. but I feel very comfortable with unsolicited help. <laughs> I am a mom to three, a reading specialist, and a gardener. I love all the produce that is available in August. It's so good, Leah. Well, hi, I'm Leah, and I am an independent person who is happy to accept help if it means it can make my life easier. I live in China with my sweetheart and youngest daughter, and I'm a middle school teacher at an international school here in Beijing. Right now, Edie, I am getting paid help from a sleep therapist. Ugh. You know, I've been battling sleep my whole life and it has come to a head since Charlotte, my eldest daughter, left Beijing to get ready for university in Canada. I am not letting myself go to bed until I've talked to her in her morning, which is actually way past midnight for me. We're the Two Chit Chat Chicks. Like always, we'll be sharing chit chat tips and tricks a cheesy nail tip, and changing photos. We will gather around the campfire to chat about burning topics, accepting help. And of course, we'll have our Chit Chat Challenge of the Week. In our Chit Chat Tips and Tricks segment, we share things that make our lives just a little bit happier or better. What's your tip for us this week, Edie? Did you make another Spotify playlist to rev us up or to help me sleep? Oh, no. You'll have to make that playlist on your own, Leia. I do keep adding to my playlists, so, mm. you know, that's quite good. But my tip this week involves photos. Oh. I know most people have photos framed and set about their um, office or their house or their mm -hmm. classroom. And yep. usually, you know, the photos just stay the same. So I was looking around at my photos in my classroom in May, and it's like <laughs> my daughter is, you know, who's now 12, is four in all of the pictures. Yeah. And, you know, <laughs> my son who's going off to university is, you know, eight. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, this is just ridiculous. So I gathered them all um, up, and I'm going to switch them out with current photos. Well done. You know, because... Yeah. Often you look at those photos for so many years that you don't really even see them anymore. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they're memories from the past. So I guess why not try living in the present? And it just freshens things up. Um, yesterday yeah. I ordered a bunch of pictures from a recent family uh, photo shoot of, like, our family. So family pictures. Mm -hmm. Um it's the first family pictures that we've ever had taken since I got divorced, which was like eight years ago. So. Okay. So it's about time. Yeah. It's about time. Yeah. So good. And I've seen some of those photos. They're fabulous. 
They're very rustic. Oh, thank you. <laughs> They're very rustic, very prairie, right? You Prairie. know. Yes. Yeah, I love them. It's, it's funny to see Leonard like out in a hay field. It's kind of ridiculous because he doesn't even like to leave the house. It's stupid. <laughs> it should be done in your basement watching TV. Right? <laughs> Wrapped up in cow blankets. <laughs> We have Gus leaning against a barn door. When does he ever do that? <laughs> Never. <laughs> oh, well. All good. All good. Yeah. Okay. Well, Edie, I have an absolutely insane tip or, you know, maybe something to stay away from this week. Oh. Oh, my gosh. Okay. So I came across this, I think, in a People magazine. I can't remember now. But, and it's well past now, so the danger is gone. But June was Velveeta month, apparently, or they declared it their month. Um, and they released, like Velveeta as in the processed cheese brand, they released a scented nail sticker, like press-on nails, a set of nail stickers, and two limited edition cheese scented colors. One is called La Dolce Velvita Yellow, and the other one is called Finger Food Red. I don't... Cheese scented <laughs> colors, like in nail polish? Yeah. Disgusting, I right? don't... Ugh. Like, I have a cookbook, the um, Pioneer Woman's latest cookbook, and some mm -hmm. of her recipes call for Velvita. And those uh -huh. are the recipes that, like, Gus makes. Because, you know, okay. I'm yeah. not even touching that stuff. <laughs> well, imagine, it's so like... rubbery. Right. Well, and imagine yeah. smelling it on your fingers at all times, right? You just put your hand up to scratch your nose or something, and you catch a whiff of cheese on your fingers? That's not good. The whole thing it's is... disgusting. It is... The, what's a V word? We could say it's... Uh, um, I'm losing, I can't think of it. It is, I am vehemently against it. It's vomitous. It's, it's yeah, vomitous. It's just, yeah, it's just bad. But I've decided it, by giving you this gross information, I need to give you something good to, uh, to do with nails. So I was all, yeah, to make up for the shocker. So I was reading shocking. a little, shocking, shocking and disgusting. <laughs> So I, I think people often wonder, or maybe not, I mean, I don't know how many people go and get their nails done that listen to the pod. Maybe people right now as we speak are having a mani or a pedi at a salon and wondering, how much do I tip my person that's doing my nails? Well, and the answer is you tip them 15 to 20% um, before taxes, apparently, okay? And... Cash is king, so you should always carry cash when you can. I know a lot of us don't anymore, but for nail salons and places like that where you're personally giving somebody a tip, it's best if you can carry cash because then it doesn't go into the pocket of the owner, right? Or somebody else who might go, yeah. oh, hey, I, I want a piece of that. And what you always want to say, too, when you give a tip at a nail salon or a spa is to say, you know, hand it to them and say, this is for you, right? Instead of like, not share it around. <laughs> no, this is for you. <laughs> or not, this is for your children. Sure. 
whatever. Yeah, no, not yeah. for your children either. This is for you. <laughs> and thank you for not putting Velveeta nail polish on my toes today. <laughs> yeah. Do I hear a campfire, Leia? Oh, do I hear a campfire tune? It's time for Campfire Chat. So, Edie, you were inspired to do this episode by a quote you had written down. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, my quote all came after I listened to a podcast that is called The Robcast, mm -hmm. and it's hosted by Rob Bell. I really like him. It's a rather recent podcast called Quote Yourself. And oh, he yeah. pointed out that um, quotes that we really like, that famous people or people other than ourselves have said, we like are always repeating them because mm -hmm. on some level they resonate inside of us and we already knew that to be true. Ah, yeah. Does that make sense? It sure does. So my friend Lena and I were just, you know, totally taken by this whole concept. And each of us started a quote book mm. and we just started writing down things that we said or like, you know, things that others said, like my father, you know, announcing that he lives on praise. Right. So I wrote this down. I don't even know where it came from, but here is my quote, Leia. Let people have the pleasure of helping you accept what they have to offer and you don't have to repay them they want to help mm. this isn't the barter system oh yeah right mm-hmm that's that is a great premise to base a podcast on and it is a great way to you know choose to to live in your life right oh you're so wise mm -hmm. Edie your quote I'm so wise quoting exudes. myself such wisdom <laughs> but it's good i think that yeah we might struggle to accept health if we don't feel like we deserve it uh and if you struggle with low self-esteem you might feel guilty for accepting help or worry about imposing on others i know i do at times um that's definitely been an, an issue with me but i I like this. Let people have the pleasure of helping you, right? Right? Yeah. Because yeah. mm -hmm. if no one's accepting help, then no one gets to help. And that's yeah. like a very, you know, good thing for people to do is to help others. Right. And it's not tit for tat, too. I like where you say it's not a barter system. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, anyway, Leah, you found um, six steps on accepting help. Mm -hmm. um, that were suggested from the Canadian Cancer Association that we can talk to. Yeah. We can talk through. We can't, yeah. Yeah. We can talk through. <laughs> Let's do it. Well, the first one was allow yourself to be vulnerable. And, um, yeah, I think sharing something that may actually, you know, make you feel uncomfortable and put you outside your comfort zone, that's hard. I mean, it's hard for even, I mean, I feel like I'm an open book a lot of the time. I, I share so much, but uh, asking for help is another 
I don't know. It just uh, to me, I feel like that goes to a whole different plane. That's not easy for me. I can be vulnerable in a lot of ways, but I don't know. I don't. I think it, I think we chatted about this a bit, and I know it's easier for you to ask for help maybe than it is for me. And I know there's also pride there. Like I just think back to high school math. I was in this advanced math class because. <laughs> You know, my brother and my dad and my boyfriend were all like, well, of course, you've got to take the, you know, the honors math. And I didn't know what I was doing, Edie, and I never dared ask for help. And, you know, there were so many things that if I had just said, so what's a, what's the cosine or what does this mean? Or I don't even, I don't even remember. But, you know, if I'd, if I'd allowed myself to ask the questions, I wouldn't have been buried in all of the you know, just how it just became harder and harder for me. And for a while, for quite a few years, I had a thing about math. But now I realize I'm not I'm not bad at math. I just never asked for help. And when I learned, you know, when I learned it independently, I'm fine now. I actually really enjoy math. But just ask, allow yourself to be vulnerable and ask for what you don't, ask for help and ask what you don't know. And if you're in a group of people too, like a lot of chances are a lot of other people don't know or don't have what you're asking for as well. So I think, you know, you're probably doing other people a favor too. Yeah, um, I'm really good at asking for help when things involve technology. Oh, yeah. <laughs> in fact, huh. when I'm asking for help, what I'm really doing is asking for them to um, do it <laughs> do for it you. For me. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> I had a wonderful coworker, Kristen, and she would do all of my downloading of documents for the end of the year teacher evaluation. Uh -huh. And she just did it for me. And it was like, oh, thank you. Because, mm -hmm. you know, now I don't have to do it. And, yeah. um, you know, she has since moved on. And I've never found anyone who wants to replace <laughs> her role in enabling me, which is a huge bummer. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> Oh, man, you might need to track her down. Oh. oh, well, we're still good friends, and she'd probably still enable me if I asked her, so maybe oh, I will. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> so, funny. Leah, we also need to examine um, beliefs on receiving. That sounds really oh. deep. Yeah, yeah. Well, I don't know. I was always taught that you should pay back whatever you've been given whether it's money or you know like you just have to give back one way or another like if somebody invites you to your house their house for dinner you need to invite them to yours uh mm -hmm. yeah and i i certainly have grown up and i think I've, i'm getting rid of this belief more so now but that receiving help is a sign of weakness uh, that, you know, if, I, if I'm getting help, that means I failed because I should be able to do it on my own. Uh, yeah, and also even like just like when we, we would split the bill and stuff and, you know, I just always had to pay everything back to the smallest penny. Like I never wanted to owe anyone. And um, yeah, I've become better with that now. But I have some deep, I don't know if it's like my Mennonite roots or my parents or whatever it is, but, you know, self-sufficiency all the way. You need to be able to grow all of your own food and cook it and, you know, and, and, and. So that's, yeah. Mm, old habits die hard. 
Well, I'm not a big fan of people like when you do something to help them and then they're like, I owe you, I owe you. It just oh, makes okay. me feel like <laughs> kind of, you know, like, no, you don't. And uh-huh. I don't know. I just don't like it. No, I don't either, but I still feel like I have to say it. <laughs> <laughs> you don't. You can stop. You can okay. stop saying I oh. owe you. Okay. Well, that's a that's a good point for me. I think this is something I do need to take under advisement. So thank you. Okay. Well, what's the next one? I'll give... Oh, yeah. We'll ask him for help. Gives others an opportunity to give. This is true, right? I mean, I think people do want mm-hmm. to give. People enjoy giving. I do. Uh, one thing that I'm quite good at, Edie, is, uh, you know, we try to come home. We weren't able to this summer, but most summers we come back to North America for the summers. And it's, it's a bit challenging because, you know, we have go to the Midwest, we see you and uh, Don's family, and then we head to the West Coast to spend time with my family and, 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 and right? And so there's always... It's, it's costly, let's, let's put it that way. It can become very, very expensive in between flights and accommodations and food, etc. And uh, I've learned to put it out there, you know, let people know a month or so in advance, hey, we're coming out your way. If you want to see, if you want to see our clan, um, you know, we're happy to couch surf or we're happy to sleep in your basement. Edie, remember when we came several years ago? Uh, this came up on Facebook not long ago. In memory, we came to your house and Charlotte had lice and then we infested your whole house. <laughs> the, ooh, the gift that keeps on giving. Uh, oh yeah. my gosh, that was bad. My but, kids weren't happy that all their stuffed animals had to live in the garage for a couple weeks. Well, they were in the freezer for a while, right? Yeah, we put them in the freezer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good thing I didn't have the freezer stocked with food. So oh the my stuffed animals. Gosh, oh my gosh. Oh, well, nightmare. Well, and you know what? You didn't kick us out. We gave you the option and we said, you know, we we can leave. We can go to a hotel because this is horrible. And we were prepared to go and you said stay. So that is a true friend. And, you know, another thing about all of this, you know, people have lent us their cars. My good friend Donna has lent us our van, her van several times. Um, my sister, my brother, you know, it's just unbelievable how much, how gracious people are. But, you know, I've not been able to repay or, uh, you know, repay you for all of the times that you've hosted us in, you know, in Wisconsin all these years. I mean, you've never come to China. <laughs> No, I haven't. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and I don't feel like I owe you because of that. No. But, yeah. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it gives others an opportunity to give. What do you have to say about that? Yeah. Um, I'm not sure how that can translate into everyday life, but I guess it's important to be open to receiving. Mm-hmm. Um, especially give others an opportunity to give um, where it surrounds their expertise. Yes. I think I mentioned this a while back, but, um, I was nervous about going and getting fitted for running shoes. Oh uh, yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't know why, but, um, I was telling my friend Gina, who's a runner and she like immediately jumped in. She's like, I'll go with you. And my first uh. thought was, no, no, that'll be a waste of your time. And then I'm uh-huh. just like, 
well, this will be helpful. So I yeah. took her up on it, and we, like, met there, I think, in the next 20 minutes, and she was very helpful. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, and people love spending time with you, Edie, so... I think I think that's something to remember too that when people are offering help to to us often it's because they want to spend time with us as well which is really a compliment to us and our engaging personalities. <laughs> there you go. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, oh. I'm sure Gina loved hearing about all of my doubts about running, you know. Oh boy. Oh man. <laughs> Okay. Uh, the next thing they talk about uh, receiving help is to, instead of trying to pay it back, to pay it forward, right? Instead of returning it, paying it forward. And uh, yeah, we were just talking about that with, you know, so many people that, uh, oh, houses, so many people's houses we've stayed in over the years and uh, during COVID as well, right? We stayed in our friend Lori's place in California for a couple of months and Jane's apartment in Thailand and just, wow. But I have to say, we do have a house on Vancouver Island and to all of you <laughs> and to and to those people who, who whose places we've not stayed in, like I really love the idea of having an open door where people can come and stay with us and enjoy our company and what we have to offer, right? So... I know it's hard now that we're in China. Like people aren't people aren't coming to China these days, but no. <laughs> right. But yeah, I just I I want to have an open door for people who need a place to stay, and uh, yeah, I think that's one way to pay it forward. And I like I like the idea of that. And just inviting people like for dinner or whatever, like pop by. I've made dinner. Why not stay? You know those sorts of things. Just casual. Yeah, I'm not sure I'm 100% on board with the pay it, it forward instead of returning it. I feel like it should be a mixture, oh. you know. Yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. I don't know, like if I'm always having like friends, like my kids' friends over, like I hope that they could go to, you know, <laughs> their friend's house too. You know what I right, mean? Right, that's like true. A, I mean, not like one, you know, like I'm keeping track, right. but, you know, right. that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. Know. No, you're right. I get that for sure. Okay. Number five uh, is to feel the love and be grateful when you're accepting help. And uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, yes, it doesn't have to be a lot more than saying thank you, but I think like when we say thank you, saying why we're grateful to somebody for helping us is, is really meaningful and it validates them. Like, I appreciate the confidence you showed in me by letting me do this or, you know, whatever it might be. But yeah, just being grateful. Let's see, what what's another? I don't know, like hugging people if they want a hug. I don't know. <laughs> hey, you want a hug? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> I'm stupid. so grateful. I'm so grateful. Maybe I'll give you a hug. <laughs> oh, well, geez. Leah, I feel like this is the easiest thing because I feel so grateful when I receive help. I almost feel like limp, you know, it's like, oh my gosh. Because <laughs> I know I'm not capable of doing everything by myself. 
Yeah. You know, yeah. it's just like, oh, thank goodness you came over to help me with the shoveling, you know, because, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. yeah, the snowblower. I can't tell you how many times people have come over to help me with my snowblower and still oh. it it doesn't work. So I'm just giving it to my dad. It's practically brand new, but I just I don't even want to look at it anymore. <laughs> <laughs> So what are you going to do, shovel or accept help from shovel. other people and their snow blowers? I will accept help and I will shovel and that is that. I'm yes. Just, it causes me so much anxiety because I was always running around the neighborhood looking for people to help me with the snow blower. It was oh my like, gosh. Ooh. I know, well, I have issues around it. Okay, well, Edie, I don't want you thinking too much about snow yet. I know it's quickly upon us, but it it is still August, so let's just... That's true. That's true. All will be well. Okay. All right. So finally, practice accepting help everywhere. Uh, And to that, I say amen, especially from my kids. Mm -hmm. Come to mama. Come help me out. Yeah. yeah, especially with tech. Come to mama with her tech problems and help her out. And do the dishes and walk the dog. And yeah, I'm yeah, happy to get some help. Yep, let's just accept help from everywhere. Yay. <laughs> it's time for the Chit Chat Challenge of the Week. So this week, your challenge is to accept help or even ask for it at least once this week. You can do it. Yes. And share what you accepted on the Chit Chat Coop on Facebook, our wonderful community of chicks and roosters who listen to the pod. So that's it for this episode of the Two Chit Chat Chicks. Check out the show notes for links to Edie's Etsy store, Prairie Girl Greetings. And plus, if you haven't already, make sure to join our aforementioned private Facebook group, the Chit Chat Coop. Leia has also been a wee bit more active on on Insta. (laughs) Insta. (laughs) Insta. I'm not even cool enough. I'm not even cool (laughs) enough to know it's called Insta. I just say Instagram. So... Isn't it Insta? I, I don't know. It. Maybe I'm such a dork. I think it is called Insta. I think it is. <laughs> well, check us out there, too. I'm yeah, sure Leia's posting lots of good grams over there. <laughs> grams? <laughs> oh, as in Gram. Instagrams. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, you can find us there at 2 Chicks. Thanks to you, Leia, for editing this podcast. Okay, bye-bye. Cluck, cluck.